0: Well hello and welcome to the Chronic Pain Experience podcast. I am your host, Dina Chopoulis. There is a lot of overlap between chronic pain, chronic fatigue, and long haul syndrome. The lived experience can be a complicated mix of both the physical and the emotional. From feelings of confusion, when you know something is wrong but the tests just aren't showing anything, to being discouraged with the lack of clear guidance frustration with the loss of function, and likely the worst of all, feeling hopeless after hearing the words, there is nothing more we can do. So find a quiet space, get comfortable, because Mm -hmm. we're going to explore all of this and so much more with our very, very special guest, Dr. Teitelbaum. Dr. T is one of the most frequently quoted integrative pain and fibromyalgia medical authorities in the world. He is the author of 10 books, one of which is the bestselling From Fatigue to Fantastic. He is the lead author of eight studies on effective treatment for fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. Dr. Teitelbaum, Teitelbaum, sorry, has appeared on Good Morning America, The Dr. Oz Show, Oprah and Friends, CNN and Fox News Health. Dr. Teidelbaum, thank you so very much for being here. I'm really looking forward to this conversation.
1: And it's awesome being here with you and with the viewers today, because those of you out there have been there done that, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dina will talk, uh, we'll talk a little bit about what a nice doctor like me is doing in a field like this. <laughs> um, but, you know, being on the other side of the white coats and eye opener, pain is optional. Virtually all pain can be effectively treated. Mm-hmm. The problem is that physicians are simply not trained Mm -hmm. In pain management. And Mm -hmm. when your doctor tells you, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do for you. Tell them, thank you for being honest. Yes. And go find somebody who can get pain relief for you. Right. We'll we'll see. We'll teach you what's going on and how to get pain free. That's why I'm here today.
0: Well, that's the end of our podcast. That's the most important message right there. <laughs> so mm-hmm. That is oh, the best way to start is with a sense of hope, right? I think that's, if anything, that's probably our biggest purpose here is to offer that sense of hope. Um, so that's tell us reason
1: for, <laughs> for
0: good reason. Yeah. And that's why I'm just, um, I think it's important that these conversations are happening and that people are starting to hear the message. I know you're doing a ton of work around not just your research, mm-hmm. but getting this message out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> really, truly. And that's that's a, it's a big job. So I'm excited that you're sharing the message with us. So mm-hmm. I know you have a really interesting story to tell. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how kind of you got here and what your backstory is?
1: Well, when I was in medical school, um, and medical school was the easiest part of my life. I was probably the third youngest in a class of 300. I mm-hmm. uh, had paid my way through college because my dad was dead. So I, was, I finished college in about two and a half, three years, um, and was working to pay my way through college. And you know, med school, the same thing. And that, all of that was easy. You know, it's, um, you know, the hours and the rest. But there was uh, my family background. Uh, my mom was an Auschwitz. Most of my family died in the concentration camps. I tend to be pretty empathic. And growing up in that kind of a setting was challenging. Yes. Um, and the I made the mistake of getting caught up in a being the peacemaker in a family Meltdown and and battle, mm. which was a mistake. Mm. I should have just said no and stepped mm. out of it. Mm. But that set me up for being on the ropes in terms of my energy levels, yeah. and I got what they called the drop dead flu. It was a nasty viral infection, ah. and it just didn't go away. I mean, it's um you know weeks later, uh, they figured. I mean, it was clear there was a virus. They couldn't identify it, but the mm. tests were overt right. for a viral infection. Um, they figured, well, he's not better. He must be med student depression, something mm, like that. Right. And I, I just couldn't function, and I had mm-hmm. to. I couldn't work, which meant I couldn't pay my rent. I couldn't pay for school. I had to drop out, and I was homeless, mm-hmm. sleeping in parks. Um, and my professors were good. They're good people. In fact, where I went had, was probably one of the most advanced in pain management. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not in chronic fatigue syndrome yet. Um, and the It was funny. It's as if the universe put a holistic homeless medical school sign on my park bench, uh, where I was, you know, I would sleep at night and the rest. Naturopaths, I never, I'm a med student, I didn't even know there was such a thing as naturopaths. People who did energy work came by, Mm -hmm. uh, herbalists, um, all kinds of different holistic practitioners. Mm -hmm. And each of them, sometimes they had pizza and I ate, and each of them taught me bits and pieces Mm -hmm. of what I needed to learn to recover. Right. Um, and so I was able to go back to med school, which I didn't even know was a possibility. So a year later, back in med school, getting my honors in medicine um, and was just in my medical practice, I was finding that people were starting to fly into town to see me, which is kind of odd for internal medicine practice. Mm-hmm. And they they pretty much all would have a bottle of water in their hand that they put on my desk. Yeah. And I would say when I saw the what I called the bottle of water sign, it says, let me ask you you're tired? But with insomnia, widespread pain, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. brain fog. And they say, Did my wife rat me out or my husband? It was like, you know, um <laughs> but you know, I started to put together all these things that yeah uh bits and pieces and suddenly I was finding people getting pain free. Their five miles they, they yeah. don't have that name yet. Uh yeah. it was going away. People were flying in from all the country to see me. And I was all impressed with myself. I was probably 30 years old, had figured all this stuff out. And <laughs> one of my uh patients, because I live in a kind of a mixed rural small town community, yeah. um, came in and said, Hey Doc, you know, this guy's a farmer and said, Have you seen this? And he pulled up this book. It was a two big thing called the trigger point manual by Dr. <laughs> Janet Trevell. Mm-hmm. She had figured all this out while I was in diapers, uh-huh. in terms of how to get people pain free by treating the root causes. Right. Um. The and she was, you know, White House uh, physician for Presidents Kennedy and Johnson. She was a professor of medicine at George Washington University, mm-hmm. but there was one big problem. Mm-hmm. Her treatment approach was dirt cheap. It, uh-huh. got, it Got buried, not buried, ignored.
0: Right. Put aside. Uh, yeah. Ignored
1: mm-hmm. with a little edge of. Yeah. So like, we have a kitty cat. There was another yeah. kitty cat that was it well, was like kind of right. and the, the our kitty cat was a quiet one. And we had the big kitty cat. Yeah. And it's kind of like the pharmaceutical industry. Ah uh, yes. And everybody and surgical medical products, those two are like the big cats, yeah. and everything else. It's it's first it's ignored, mm-hmm. then it's belittled, mm-hmm. then it's attacked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the that's the usual game plan. So yes. you'll see, um, I don't even want to get into the whole COVID thing because that's become so politicized. Right. But what I found in 50 years was how long I've been in medicine now, Mm -hmm. is that anything that is not highly profitable, which means patentable, will be either, what I just said, ignored, then belittled, then attacked.
0: Yes, absolutely. I worked. Oh, I'm sorry. Go
1: And that's what's happened with the treatments for pain. Pain is very, very, very treatable unless you go to your physician.
0: Yes. Oh, beautiful. I uh, actually worked in the pharmaceutical industry for 10 years and that's part of my path to get where I am here. So it's really mm-hmm. refreshing to hear yeah. your perspective yep. on that. Absolutely. And,
1: and and you've noticed they are all sweet people. They hire, they hire yeah. cheerleaders and people who socially are, I mean, I've got great friends and mentors that are yeah. in the industry. Sure. They are good, wonderful, loving people, but yes. their job is profits. Yes. And it's a cheerleader thing yes. where if you say, well, maybe toxicity of the month you no know, such thing hey professor the one we paid you two hundred thousand dollars yes is our medicine toxic oh no oh.
0: right right right
1: you know uh and somebody says but and they probably find a way being edged out the door is my <laughs> guess you would know better than i do but <laughs> it's like groups of people in serial systems yes our product help the people help the king to get training yeah. Protect them from quacks. Anything that's competition. To,
0: exactly know. the alternative method. So alternative yes. to what? Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> calling it alternative? No, well, absolutely. Be, because
1: because it's cheap and it's not profitable.
0: Right. Uh, yes, and and I honestly believe that we have been not been set up for success. Just as far as we are in our society, we are so used to the quick fix, and unfortunately, a lot of this takes a little bit of work, right? A little bit of patience, <laughs> uh, and a little bit of guidance. So. Before we get into the meat and potatoes, I just want to share three reasons why I'm really excited to have you here. Other than all of the knowledge, just to give people some more context, is that... um... I really love your passion, and I share that same passion for informing our chronic pain community on all the things that they're not being taught, uh, not being addressed, and necessarily not the treatment approaches that are necessary with our current medical model. I love that you weave together both the biomedical and the integrative approach uh, to treatment, and I love that you're moving away from the sort of them versus us dialect, because we have enough of that, right? We need to start working together. Absolutely. And I know you have doing some great things that way, too. Um, And I'm also a fan of the work you are doing to change the narrative of those words, those dreaded words, there's nothing we can do. Right. So I think that's probably where this is all starting from. So how are you changing the narrative of we can't do this, there's nothing we can do? Well,
1: I said there's nothing you can do, but mm-hmm. there's plenty that other people find somebody who can. And the thing is that there are four main components, as we have talked about before the show, mm-hmm. of healing. And what medicine looks at is, one, the biochemistry, but only pharmaceuticals. And as soon as it becomes not patentable, it's kind of like, Uh you know, it goes off patent, it's cheap. Um, We'll still use it if there's a big over-the-counter market, like things like ibuprofen. There's still a lot of money in that uh, acetaminophen. Um, But otherwise, you'll find that they tend to get shoved aside Um, anything that's cheap, in other of anything natural so one part is the biochemical there's a the biophysics which is the mm-hmm. energy medicine we'll see that using mri machines things like mm-hmm. that but also things like acupuncture and a host of other modalities um i remember and they used to call me the ghost in medical school because at two three in the morning i'd be in the medical library um i was used to being up late at night that's how i could get Everything done I did. Right. And I would usually take a journal from 100 years ago, 20 mm-hmm. years ago, and the current one. And I'd go through it just for perspective. And there's all this amazing research being done by the person my neurology text was named after. Mm-hmm. I'm using metal plates to treat multiple sclerosis blindness. You know, he wouldn't make it go away. All of that stopped. I could see suddenly. It just all stopped. It was about the time the pharmaceutical industry, biophysics is largely suppressed in this country. Yes. It's important in the Eastern world where they can't afford medications. Mm -hmm. Then there's structural, like acupuncture, other things, Mm -hmm. uh, massage, and then there's Uh mind-body. We'll go into these components.
0: Okay. So let's start with the biophysical. So things that, um, obviously, we know that system pretty well because that's what we lean into as a society, the 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 scans, the, the protocol, the surgery, anything else that we might be missing sort of that you you see as being impactful on the biophysical side for pain?
1: Okay. So what you noted, we talked about the toolkit mm-hmm. <laughs> and you talked about the medications and mm-hmm. surgery. So yep. those parts are biophysical and structural. Yep. Okay. So you have those two things. Now there's the other hundred things.
0: <laughs> right right it's a lot so, absolutely
1: so uh, let me let's step back for just a moment you okay. know and make a simple thing sure pain is not an outside invader it's not like an infection or it's not right. like an injury yeah. it basically okay. is your body's way of saying something needs attention right. it's kind of like the oil light on your car's dashboard the warning lights yeah so if your oil light is flashing mm-hmm. and say it gets more and more flashy the lower the oil goes,
0: right.
1: You go to your doctor, what the doctor says is, well, we'll put a band-aid on that light.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you know, say the band-aid falls off. Um, and we'll, we'll just cut the light out. We'll right. go we'll, we'll snip the wires. Yeah. And then, you know, later on your motor burns out. And they don't associate it. It's right. uh, I would note ibuprofen medications. That whole family called NSAIDs. You won't read in the paper in the papers, but there's 50,000 preventable U.S. deaths a year caused by that family of medications. Wow. This yeah. is from two massive uh, meta-analyses about a million people in the British Medical Journal. Right. Um and. You won't hear those numbers anywhere because they're major advertisers. Now, yeah. again, I will, let me say right now, if you're taking ibuprofen and arthritis medicines and they're helping, yeah, the medicines are much less toxic than the pain. Right. Use them. It's right. okay. Right. Um, Time and a place,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. and But we'll talk about alternatives. Yes. But but you don't, if you, if you say, well, I'm going to not use these medications and yeah. be in pain, yeah. you're a fool. Right. Take Take them, use right. Them and I also to look, agree the, too that otherwise. I sort of
0: interrupt your thoughts there. I do believe it's really important for people to understand that, you know, if they're looking to sort of shift that chronic pain experience, that they're going to need to rely on those medications. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot to to learn about in that process to help you know, recovery. And th- the medications yeah. absolutely play a role. And,
1: and the thing is, medications are a wonderful tool in the toolkit. Yeah. I'm I'm an MD. I exactly. wouldn't want to give up my hammer. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I don't want to only use a hammer. I want to use right. a screwdriver, the wrench, the pliers, all the rest. That's what right. we're going to teach you about is that there are more tools in the toolkit than hammers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Lots of yeah. toolkits. And, and part of yep. that mm-hmm. is your understanding of pain, right? The more you understand about pain and understanding that it's an alarm system right. and it's a helpful system. Really exactly.
1: Fun. So once you know that the oil light is going on, what alternative is there to smashing it or put a band-aid? It's, uh, put oil in the car.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: your body what it's asking for. So you right. ask what other right. uh, biochemical things in addition to the medications are there? Right. Okay, number one. So example for those of you with migraines. Yes. Did you know that taking vitamin B2 riboflavin mm-hmm. 400 milligrams a day mm-hmm. and magnesium 200 milligrams mm-hmm. a day will decrease my migraine frequency by about 75% after uh-huh. six weeks of use? Yes, because it impacts the the vessel it impacts a lot of things, but it improves energy production in the blood vessels. Beautiful. which is which is critical so you can simply do that yeah. are you going to hear about that even though the american academy of neurology yeah. shockingly
0: yeah.
1: put those in in kind of the small print and things you can do for migraines right. it shocked me they actually had it in there because the research yeah. was there most medical societies unless there's somebody on their a drug company paying their board yes, they have yes. no voice the medications yes. have no voice so, but most yeah. medical uh you know the consensus statements the mm. what the medical policy is mm-hmm. is actually basically written by the drug companies for sure because their people yeah. get seats on the different societies based mm-hmm. on how much they pay
0: right Right. So, but, that so, was one thing that made me sad about, and I know we're not going to get into the whole COVID thing, but that they just weren't telling us, you know, what, what else can we do? I mean, if it, all you do is.
1: Everything cheap got slammed. Exactly. With exactly. massive anyway. amounts of misinformation. And I am not Republican or conservative. Yeah, or Same, I just, I'm, a, are... I'm just a scientist. Yeah, I look at the data and yeah. then I look at what's being said. They're not a match. Exactly. Different so anyway, topic. I so, think it's a good example. Yep. So going back to yes. what else can we do in the yep. biochemical toolkit? So we have yep. medications, not bad. Yep. And if you have neuropathy, for example, my right. book, and I can send you a chapter from my book. I don't, know, don't tell my publisher, but okay. <laughs> for those of you with neuropathy, you can email me okay. and ask for the neuropathy chapter. And I'll have over a dozen medications, including topical compound creams mm-hmm. um, that and the sequence to try them in right. for the neuropathic pain. But we're also going to add in lipoic acid, 200, mm-hmm milligrams three times a day or 300 twice a day. Uh, Acetyl Mm L-carnitine, a thousand milligrams twice a day. Mm -hmm. The nutrients, magnesium, B vitamins, but keeping vitamin B6 under 50 milligrams a day um, because more is not always better. Um, So these things have also been shown to help neuropathic pain. So mm. for those of you with nerve pain, most of you, are, you're just going to get Lyrica or Cymbalta right. and maybe Cibala and maybe a little Elevil if your doctor's more conscious. Yeah. Um, you know, but the even Dilantin, uh, certainly the whole host of the anti-epileptic drugs, there, there are countless medications that can help. And sometimes you just need to try on the shoes. Right. And there's a nice order to do them in. But you add the other components to the toolkit and the nerve pain goes away. Um, There's a free phone app I have. It's called Cures A to Z. C-U-R-E-S capital A dash C. There's a $2 upgrade. I know we're going to rattle off a lot of information. And like I say, you can email me for, you know, the free handouts and pages on it. Uh, But the Cures A to Z app, you look up neuropathy, it'll just all be there. The quick, quick, short and sweet person will be there. Uh, There's a $2 upgrade. Yeah. You remember me. Thank you for the two bucks. Okay. But the, yeah. <laughs> the, the free app has 70, 80% of the information. Okay. So the, um, so neuropathic pain, mm-hmm. uh, as one example, and there's seven main kinds of pain and it goes in yes. further than that. So that would be one example of giving your body what it needs. Yeah. Because it helps heal the different components of the nerves, mm-hmm. um, while then suppressing the rapid firing. Um, by the way, nerve pain is an energy crisis. Um, just like muscle pain is, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that as we go forward, okay. but it's a different form of energy. There's a pacemaker in the nerve that tells it to fire okay. and the, that pacemaker is suppressed until it needs to fire. Mm. And then the suppression releases. If there's not enough energy to suppress it, that nerve is constantly firing. Ah. And that's what you'll see with neuropathy. So restoring energy production yep. so that that pacemaker can be fired when it needs to and not constantly.
0: Right. Um, Just like in
1: diabetes, low energy getting into the cells because blah, 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 the nurse. So understanding what's going on gives mechanisms uh, for relief. In pharmaceuticals, it gives mechanisms for creating chemicals never before seen on the planet because those are patentable. Right. Anything, and I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, but it's important to understand when your doctor said nothing I can do. Yeah. It just means there's no new chemical they found yet that is exceedingly expensive and patentable.
0: Yes. Well done. And
1: anything anything that the research shows and study after study after study shows is helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pluto science factory. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: definition of that is cheap. Yes. Not profitable. Right.
0: Nothing. It's so true. Oh my gosh. And these so are no-
1: all these are all good people. I've never met I in fifty right. years of medicine, I haven't met a bad person out there.
0: Oh, sure. They they're all go all, into it for the right reasons. And absolutely. They're, they're
1: all good people.
0: It's more the system than anything. It's not the people. It's this the system. It's a
1: rotten system full of good people.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, we're not here to bash it. No, not at all.
1: Well, the big thing with the structural is the majority of pain. Mm-hmm. Even if you have neuropathic pain, other pain, post stroke, whatever it happens to be, we see PS, is myofascial has mm-hmm. a muscle and fascia component, yes. which means tight muscles, which means low energy in that area. Right. If you restore energy, which mm-hmm. can be by putting mechanical energy and by stretching the muscle, mm-hmm. um, the muscle. If you stretch the muscle, it's released. Right. And unless there's something to make it go back down again, like low energy, poor ergonomics, you're yeah. sitting at your computer like this with the yes. shoulders hanging in the air, yes. um, that muscle's released and will stay released. And right. that's why some surgery sometimes works is just cuts through the muscles, <laughs> right,
0: <laughs> right, and the layers and layers of it. And I think it's an, yeah, an it, important. you didn't
1: necessarily need the new hip.
0: No, I, that's true. I think it's a really important distinction that you're making between, you know, the the myofascial as far as a stretch um it's it's also tied into the emotions of course. So by the body's natural response, right, to stress, to pain, to all the emotions tied into it is that tightness. Um and that's one of my favorite tools actually is just rolling around on a ball, manipulating those tissues.
1: Mm. Uh, and
0: it's easily done at home. So
1: Yeah, you have theracanes, which have a little yes. tennis ball on the end. You've got these two. little <laughs> pinchers that have a yes. two tennis balls on each side where you yes. can get your own neck trigger points. Anything that puts energy. Because you're yes. wondering, well, why is it that some doctors will use an infrared lamp on, yes. on the pain area? Others yep. will stick a needle in and turn it. Others yep. will massage it. Right. All of these things make the pain go away. Yeah, Because again, muscle pain, there's yeah. low energy in the muscles.
0: Yeah.
1: It takes more energy. This is a key point. It mm-hmm. takes more energy for a muscle to relax mm-hmm. than to contract.
0: Right. That's Hence why of it. your magnesium too, right? Which is your... Uh, yeah, suggesting the well. energy. Yeah,
1: yes. And again, that's counterintuitive mm-hmm. <clears throat> until you realize, okay, when I go for a heavy workout, back remember when you used to be able to do that. <laughs> um, and you wouldn't come home and say, Honey, my muscles are all loose and limp, you say they're all tight. Right. Low energy causes muscle muscles sust- Get shortened and get stuck in the shortened position.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: All of those things I mentioned, you put a needle in and turn it, you create a current, electric current, Mm -hmm. that's energy. You massage it, that's piezoelectric and also mechanical energy that you're putting in. Right. Um, Anything that stretches muscles. Right. But here's a key take-home point, another one, Mm -hmm. is if you find you release the muscles, you go to chiropractor, massage, whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, and it feels so much better for an hour or two, and then three days later, it's like hurting again. Right. Then look for the causes of the low energy, whether it's a physical thing, like you're not having proper ergonomics by your sitting station, whether you carry a wallet in your back pocket that's pressing on it, or low energy, uh, and we'll talk about that next, which is how to restore energy production so those muscles can all release.
0: Yes, beautiful. I think the the awareness piece is really important as far as their understanding, taking a step back and saying, "Okay, what is it that's really creating this this issue?" And we'll talk about that in mind mind body. I know. Okay, shall we move on to mind body?
1: <laughs> well, let's let's take a look at the energy component. And okay, I'm so excited.
0: I'm ahead of myself.
1: <laughs> we will we will get to the because, uh, again for most people. You know, if you had told me when I was homeless on the park, well, this all had to do with the stress that you went through when you're growing up, I would yeah. have strangled you. you uh. know? So what I would much prefer is the way that I went through is to learn about the adrenal issues and the infectious issues and the yeah. nutritional issues yeah. and then get myself better and then understand right. how what I went through contributed to that.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. Because it's a process. It's such a process. So yes. well done. <laughs> So let's
1: let's look at fibromyalgia as one model of pain. It's a nice model because it includes all seven of -hmm. the key types of pain. It has a muscle pain, it has a neuropathic pain that can have allodynia, it can have the, you know, the the headaches, migraines, it can have the gut pain from infections, all these different kinds of pains that are going on. So it's a good model. Mm -hmm. Um, And what our randomized double-blind placebo-controlled published research showed Mm is that 90% of people, 91% of people improve with an average 90% increase in quality of life Mm -hmm. if we restore energy production with what we call the SHINE protocol. Mm -hmm. And that's optimizing sleep. Yes, Mm -hmm. for those of you out there with a disease, you can get eight hours sleep. I know it seems impossible. But my book talks about how and it's Mm -hmm. all in there. H is hormones. Mm-hmm. You will have hormonal deficiency, thyroid, adrenal, reproductive, yes. Yes. even though the tests are normal. Yep. yep. Eye infections, mm-hmm. dozens mm-hmm. of infections. COVID is just the most recent one mm. that triggers the disease, but Lyme disease, um, candida overgrowth, yes. uh, Epstein yes. Bar, there are dozens of infections. Yes. And many of those still need to be addressed. They're active. Right. Uh, hypotension under the H for those with orthostatic intolerance, yeah. um, and you know, and then so the I is nutritional support, mm-hmm. um, which is a good way to begin because for most of you, mm-hmm. with most kinds of pain, the nutritional support. Uh, can be very helpful mm-hmm. and then exercise as able. And you know, well enough, I'm not telling you go out there and go on a march because you'll be bedridden for three days.
0: That is not going to make the, them
1: like, motivated. No, but, but if you're afraid to even walk to the mailbox, yeah, yes. because you have post-exertional malaise and left you bedridden, yes. you're going to decondition, and that's not good either. Exactly. So, a little bit of walking in the sunshine if you can, if you yep. get out of the house to do so, yeah. Um, you know, for the sickest ones and right. you know we'll talk about there's different treatments for those of you who are house and bed bound mm-hmm. um, treatments like the low dose naltrexone, the low dose abilify um, and these are both medications but they're right. both they're cheap yeah uh, this is research out of stanford and three other studies on the on the other ones um, in addition to countless other treatments mm-hmm. can be you can get healthy even if you're bed bound
0: right right you know, oh that's amazing so I think I just want to explore a little bit if we can. I'm really intrigued with just the impact that, you know, coming out of COVID, obviously, but the, just the power that a viral infection has over pain, fibro, chronic fatigue. Um, so can we spend a little bit of time just just for those who may not be aware Ciphering between chronic fatigue um, and fibro, sort of how, what like uh, the root cause yeah. might be.
1: Why, why do infections trigger this disease? What does right. one have to do with the other? Yes. So we talk about fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome being an energy crisis, okay. where you, the energy goes so low that it trips a circuit breaker. It's an almond-sized circuit breaker in the brain called the hypothalamus. Mm-hmm. That circuit controls sleep, which is why mm-hmm. you can't sleep even though you're exhausted. That mm-hmm. paradox tells you you've got this process. It controls your hormone system right. and it controls the blood pressure pulse, right. gut and sweating. So that's all in this circuit. And this circuit uses more energy than any other circuit for its size in the body. Wow. So when energy goes down, it goes off first goes Mm. into hibernation mode Mm. and and once you see and then the muscles don't have energy they go tight and you hurt all over right and then then the process cascades central sensitization brain blah 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 right this is the underlying dynamic so to go ahead and optimize energy with shine,
0: yeah
1: helps out so how how, you know many things trip that circuit breaker Mm. um stress Mm. can do it uh hormonal efficiency can do it but I infections. Yes. About a half of people CFS and fibromyalgia. It's not just virus, yeah. it's any of literally dozens of infections. Ah. What happens is that mm-hmm. the body, in trying to fight certain kinds of infections, mm-hmm. some infections try to hijack your energy making machinery called mitochondria mm-hmm. to use to reproduce. Right. And what your body does is it has mechanisms for shutting down energy production to mm-hmm. try to starve out the infection. Okay. And that works really well when it's able to turn it back on a week later. Mm. But in so many cases these days, and that's a whole other show to go through why we're getting more prone to that these days. Right. Um, but if you're on the edge of the energy cliff, let's just put mm-hmm. it that way.
0: Yeah.
1: It's enough where normally if you're out in the you Know level ground, it push you and you stumble and you will be fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're just on the edge of a cliff energetically because right. life is insane, yeah, this should be over. You're done, doesn't
0: take much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, so,
1: that's for sure. so. These infections, then the body doesn't turn energy production back on and people get stuck, right? So you need to turn the energy production back on, right? And that's what the shine protocol does,
0: right? Okay, fantastic. And I think that's a brings home a really important point around how impactful nutrition is. A lot of people won't even go there because they believe, how is what I eat actually going to help things? But just right from the help, uh, hypothalamus down yeah. to your
1: well, mitochondria. if, if right. you're looking at energy production, what mm-hmm. you eat, unless mm-hmm. you're able to live on life, yeah. on light, where else are you going to get energy exactly. except from what you eat? And the American diet has lost half of the vitamins and minerals All the calories are still there. Yep. But 18% of our diet is now sugar, 18% white flour. Those Mm -hmm. are basically devoid. And you say, white flour is enriched.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful marketing.
1: It's like (laughs) a pickpocket came and stole $100 out of your wallet, took all your money, took $100. And the police came by and went, give them back a dollar. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. I am going to enrich
0: oh,
1: <laughs> you. Here's a dollar. And they walk up with the other 99 nutritionally. Yeah. So the white flour and then with food processing, literally half of the vitamins and minerals are gone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which means this is the first time in human history yes. that people are malnourished and obese at the same time. Bravo. But still, yeah. you know, the medical institution is I'm sorry, I, I keep coming back to this, mm-hmm. but it's just where does the information come from? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's basically slick advertising, masquerading as science. Right. And anything cheap is attacked. Nutrition yeah. is attacked. Yeah. Uh, multivitamins. Well, now nah, you're, just, you're just making expensive urine. It goes in one end, out the other.
0: Yes. And,
1: and what I recommend for the people who are telling you that is tell them, stop drinking water. Right. In fact, make it quicker. Stop breathing. in mm-hmm. <laughs> comes out there you, you go know? it's what it does along the way yes To make yes. a big difference between whether you stay in chronic pain or not right as well as so many other things so a good multivitamin i would yes. start with okay high in b vitamins high in magnesium yep. all of the nutrients are critical by definition but yep. for pain especially b vitamins at about 50 milligrams and yep. magnesium um and two for what I take myself as a powder that I designed, my royalties go to charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't take money from any other companies. Um, there's one exception, recovery factors, mm-hmm. um, which we may or may not talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, but the energy revitalization system mm-hmm. um, is a vitamin powder. We, one drink replaces 50 pills a day. Okay. It's It's awesome. So I would start with that energy revitalization system. If you don't like drinks, because the powder makes a drink, uh, clinical essentials It's a very good uh, pill form, multivitamin. So start with that. It'll have the magnesium, the B vitamins. Uh, There'll be literally 50 nutrients. When I say it would take 50 pills to get what's in one drink, I'll give you a challenge. Try doing it in less than that. Most people take 70. Wow. You won't be able to. Wow. Okay. Um, so, simple way to give solid nutritional support yeah. cut down sugar. Doesn't yes. mean you can't have any chocolate as a healthy, yes. bit of moderation. Yeah. Go for quality, not quantity. Yep. And most of you need to increase your salt intake unless you have heart failure.
0: Right.
1: You know, hypertension being uh, excess salt is a myth.
0: You're right. Just, ah, yes. I wanted to get onto the salt. That's it's, fantastic. it's
1: low potassium and yep. low magnesium and vitamin D, but mostly low potassium. Right. That drives the hypertension. If mm-hmm. you totally salt restrict from being a salt glutton like me mm-hmm. to this, the most intolerably low level of salt, mm-hmm. your blood pressure will go down Right. one and a half millimeters.
0: Right. One right. point. Yeah. So from, from
1: 158 to 157. That's like right. 18. Ooh. It's <laughs> not worth it. Right. So, anyway, uh, so the basic nutrition. Uh, okay. You can start with, start with that. There's okay. many other things that can be helpful. Um, for those of you with fibromyalgia, we just finished this, published a study on a, on a special form of a ginseng called HRG, eight zero 0 red ginseng. Get the chewable tablets. That not only increased energy and stamina on the order of 70%, okay. um, and 60% of people benefited. Those who benefited, it was about a 70% increase in stamina, about 60% increase in energy. Mm-hmm. Pain went down a lot.
0: Uh-huh. Aha. Okay. okay.
1: So, a couple simple things to begin with: uh, yeah. smart energy system and other mix. Uh, that would be, uh, you know, those three are what I start people on.
0: Okay. And- smart
1: energy system and red regenizing and energy revitalization system. A lot of people find their pain improves quite a bit, right. even just with those.
0: So I love the fact that this is something that people can do on their own, sort of have the control over mm-hmm. on themselves. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that it's a cost-effective option as well because I think people start to get a little panicky in their it's, head. It's, thinking. About, it's
1: about a dollar a day because uh, <laughs> you can do yes. a low dose. You can do half a scoop of the powder, right? Um, once and you know all of those things together. It would be one drink and three pills in the morning. Great. Um, it's, not it's, it's, it's not expensive. No. Um, Because the lower doses, if I'm yeah. doing the ACRG or 80 red ginseng if I have a busy day,
0: I take half a pill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. That's all it takes. I do know that I have a couple of people who are really intrigued to know more about just sort of your approach around chronic fatigue uh, with long COVID.
1: Okay. So long COVID is simply one more form of chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia triggered uh, by an infection. Now, in addition to treating the CFS and fibromyalgia with SHINE, yeah. Um, you'll find most of the research is funny, the research spending went from 12 million a year for fibromyalgia to mm-hmm. one point two five billion for long COVID uh, over a four year period. So you're going to see a lot of stuff being pushed. You'll yeah. find most of it will be new, expensive, patentable pills, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. which will take about 10 to 15 years okay. before they reach you. Mm-hmm. Um, With the exception, there's enough. There's this cadre of people. Physicians who have found low-dose naltrexone, mm-hmm. and naltrexone is a medicine used to block morphine. Right. So you can't use it if you're on chronic narcotics. Okay. Um, but taken at bedtime for two months, not the regular dose of 200 milligrams, but three to four and a half milligrams. Okay. Dramatically, it resets the immune system. Oh. And after about two months, the effect on pain especially okay. for those of you with CRPS or fibromyalgia, yep. pain can go way down, but it takes two months. It can mess with your sleep in the beginning. Okay. But for those of you with long COVID, email me at, and gmail okay. at gmail.com. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have CFS, fibro, long COVID, okay. post yeah. and I'll send you the information sheet on it. It's 4,000 okay. more. It'll, it'll go step-by-step, step,
0: Perfect.
1: But the thing is, for those of you, long COVID is a horrible name
0: yeah. because
1: there's any symptom that persists.
0: Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. as if
1: I, I had car crash disease yeah. And it could be skull fractures It could be concussions yeah. It could be broken legs And they're all the same thing And put in the same right. studies It's like, yeah. you know So if you're having persistent shortness of breath Ask for the shortness of breath information sheet For the lung right. COVID If you're having heart disease yes. um, Where you had myocarditis Look up heart disease in the Cures A to Z app It'll tell you how to optimize energy production okay. Good. Um, if you have the lung, shock lung in mm-hmm. um, general, post-COVID, CuraMed, yeah. C-U-R-A-M-E-D, is a highly absorbed curcumin glutathione, like clinical glutathione. Good. That okay. will shut down the inflammation and free radical stuff that's persisting. Because yes. these are like a fire. They have to be put out, otherwise they keep going. Yeah. Um, but the easiest thing is just email me for okay. those information sheets and I'll send them.
0: Okay. Um, now, if we could just kind of touch on since we're really getting specific, when we talk about chronic pain, we talk about hypersensitivity. Obviously, we talked about sort of energy systems as well. What other work are you doing with hypersensitivity? or What are you seeing some success rates around? Producing well, the
1: hypersensitivity is a very broad kind of a thing. True. Um, are you talking about allodynia, which is sensitive to touch? Are you, which are, at that point you're looking at NMDA receptor antagonists like ketamine? Okay. Um, ketamine for chronic pain, including fibromyalgia and the, the depression, uh-huh. um, it's, it's probably the most effective NMDA. It's a hallucinogen in yes. terms of its effect. Yes. It's like taking LSD or mushrooms or something. So there's a little bit of a, yeah.
0: Yes, stigma.
1: Challenge with it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The main challenge, though, is that it's given IV for $1,000 a dose every two to three weeks, uh, and your insurance will not cover, or if you have the depression, buy a nose spray, which is $800 a dose. Okay. But here's the thing. It's available from compounding pharmacists for about $2 a dose. Really? In a spray, yes, that you can. People can do once their doctor guides them through it. And they need to find yeah. a doctor who, who does that. Yeah. So this is if you're looking at the, God, I wish I could do that, but the economics.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. available
1: from compounding pharmacies. So find a pain specialist who uses the IV ketamine. They'll want to charge you the thousand bucks to do one. So mm-hmm. you can you can have your first, doing it in a chaperoned environment where you're yeah. you know yes,
0: which is important. This yeah. is
1: good, but yeah. then after that. Yeah. You know, then you can say, well, I can't afford the thousand. Can you order from a compounding pharmacy? Yeah. And the compounding pharmacist can guide you on dosing.
0: Beautiful. Okay. I love it.
1: <laughs> Are there other sensitivities, like sound sensitivity, which we'll see because you don't have the energy to filter out the 98% of static, right. from much salient. Yeah. Uh, gabapentin. Very good medication for that. Okay. Um, I like gabapentin much more than Lyrica. And now okay. one can be helpful when the other isn't. Right. And they're now both cheap. Lyrica used to be insanely expensive, but it went off patent now. Okay. Uh-huh. Um right. but I find that gabapentin has less side effects. So I'm going to start with that. Okay. And that can be very good for light sound sensitivity. Okay. Um, what other if you're looking at sensitivities to foods, mm-hmm. the the mast cell activation syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's discussed at length in my book. Well, it's discussed in brief because I just need a simple thing. Yep. But you can ask me for an information sheet on mast cell activation syndrome. I'll okay. we'll talk about using quercetin, uh, loradadine, which is pepsin, yep. um, uh, singular, uh, and a host of other things that can go ahead and settle down the mm-hmm. sensitivity. Mm. Um, For food sensitivities, a technique called NAET. Go to our okay. website, N like Nancy, A-E-T like Tom, okay. so N-A-T dot T like Tom, so it's N-A-T dot com. Mm-hmm. You'll find practitioners, thousands of them all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are not on the website, but the, the ones who do the most training are. Yeah. Um, very good. It's funny. When I first learned about that, uh, there's this woman in town that I met, and I had horrible ragweed, hay fever, allergies. Oh. I was miserable, sniffling and sneezing. And she said, I can knock that out in 20 minutes. I said, left, leave me alone. That voodoo is not going to help me. Being the all-knowing doctor, yeah. You know. And one day I was especially miserable. She says, stop being in there and let me tweet you. Uh And uh, 20 minutes later, my hay fever was gone, never came back. Mm. I was impressed enough that I flew to Los Angeles to meet the woman who developed the technique. She's an MD, PhD, licensed acupuncturist, chiropractor with no ego. Interesting yep. Um And I ended up uh, being the lead author on a study using it for autism, where 23 mm-hmm. of the 30 autistic kids were back in regular school, oh. as opposed to zero out of 30 in the control group right. um, after one year. Yeah. So the there's so much that can be done for the sensitivities. Right. Uh and what I discussed right here is just scratching the surface. Yeah. Uh, but again, mold toxins in the more severe refractory cases, yeah. and Neil Nathan's book, Toxic. Okay. Or my book also in the chapter Sensitive to Everything. Yeah. We'll we'll tell you everything you want to know and more about these things.
0: Amazing. All right. Now you we touched on a little bit earlier about just chronic inflammation. I know that's, um, you know, people know about it, but they don't necessarily know about the impact or what to do about it. So
1: inflammation, along with low energy is the second yeah. main trigger for pain. Yeah. And what you're looking at is inflammation is healthy. It's our mm-hmm. body's mm-hmm. part of our immune system yes. for defense and wound healing. And it's an important thing. Right. The problem is that we are out of balance and that's are too inflammatory on our bodies because of the white sugar, the white flour, a decrease in omega threes and fish oils. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's a host of other things. Our immune system, we don't know it, but it is guided by our psyche. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny when I was one of the things I did in med school to pay my way through is I was a nurse in children's hospital. Mm -hmm. And, And that's how I paid my tuition and stuff and, huh. and rent and then i studied. We to be re- rotated onto the burn unit i asked my psych professor to teach me hypnosis so i could do the dressing changes with the children yeah. and have it be more comfortable yeah and one of the things i learned was that if you know how you get a burn you get a big blister yes uh and i'm a butterfingers. fingers so there's a good reason i'm not a surgeon and i would burn <laughs> myself frequently um uh, but i after i did that and if i got a burn i just Go into a quick state and they go heal quickly, no injury, it's fine. Yes. Because the blister is the body's response to perceived attack. Exactly. And you can let the psyche know stand down. Yeah. The skin will turn white and fall off because it's been killed by the by the burn, but right. no blister. Right. And you'll see that our, when I was your age, the media the mantra for the advertising execs was sex sells. Yes. You wanted to sell something, you had a pretty woman, a handsome guy and sitting right. next to the beer in the car and they, people bought the beer in the car. Mm-hmm. And the current mantra seems to be fear and divisiveness sells.
0: Oh boy, yes. <laughs>
1: so what they want is everybody to hate each other and to be yes. scared to death because that's good for business.
0: Right, bad that's for me, right? anyway.
1: <laughs> and that triggers a constant sense of pervasive unsafeness.
0: Absolutely. Oh,
1: which, which triggers changes in the dorsal vagal system. Yes. Um, uh, in the sympathetic adrenaline nervous system, and then and your body is your immune system is on constant attacking everything. It's a right. non-directed, diffuse, non-focused threat. Constant threat level. It exhausts.
0: Absolutely. Yes. And I'm glad you brought up the whole safety mechanism, because I think safety is one of the most important aspects around working with. And so, you know, safety and understanding how it works and safety, understanding that this treatment is helpful. Uh, Mm -hmm. Safety in knowledge is power, too. Right. So that's why I love all the work that you're doing. Then we can talk maybe a little bit about the gut brain connection around uh, all of this, really. Um, okay.
1: Well, you have neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. That really direct. You know, if you look at medications like Cymbalta, mm-hmm. you know these others, they're affecting neurotransmitters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know the, all of, most of the pain medications are the AEDs, certainly are the antidepressants are, um, the anti epileptic drugs, gabapentin, lyrica, the things mm-hmm. that are being modified for pain, or um, the AEDs. So we think about the brain as making all these brain chemicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the what the gut makes dwarfs what the brain is making. Exactly. A serotonin, dopamine, and the rest. So okay. it's been called the second brain, right. um, which could be why we have gut instincts, you know. Yes, so, uh, for sure. Our gut for feelings. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the impact on the gut biome, the bacteria, mm-hmm. we have about 10 trillion healthy bacteria on most of us right. in our large intestine, mm-hmm. which is as many cells as there are in our body. Right. Now those numbers will vary depending on how you look, but this is if you have as many immigrants as there are locals, right? And if you have good immigrants that are taking doing good things, they are a wonderful thing for the body, right? But if you have bacteria that are pathogenic that are unhealthy, mm-hmm. they mess things up, right? You know, so the our diet, all the antibiotics and the rest, they really mess. With a biome. Mm-hmm. Uh, good probiotics. I like ones that are pearl coated. So Pearl's Elite okay. would be a very good one. Or just get kefir or get a live yogurt. Make your uh, okay. yogurt. But get the yogurt without sugar. Because sugar feeds the bad bacteria. Right. Uh, if you have a lot of gas, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have much smell. Mm-hmm. gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation. Most doctors, oh, we have irritable bowel syndrome. What does that mean? It means they have gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation. We don't know why, but we don't want to say we don't know why, so we'll call it irritable bowel syndrome. Right. Um, oh, yeah. You know, So a large percent of those, very large percent, um, are going to be either fungal overgrowth, yes. which doesn't exist because there's no test for it, right. and I can't right. see you, I'm right. invisible. You must not I be can't. there. <laughs> That's a medical thought of, of it. We don't have a test for it, so it doesn't exist.
0: It's right. Like, Right. Well,
1: if you have gas-bloating, diarrhea, constipation, and the gas does not have much smell to it, mm-hmm. you can fill up a weather balloon, but not much smell. Right. And especially if you have nasal congestion, sinusitis, yeah. I treat for the candida, and all right. of this goes away. Yes. Um, and the pain gets less, and the, yeah. <laughs> the energy improves, and the brain fog clears. Yeah. Um, And there's no test I would give a nickel for, it. plenty of tests for it, but I wouldn't give a nickel for any of them. Uh, Just if you have the symptoms, you treat with Diflucan for six weeks. There's a nose spray that can be compounded. The book talks about the fun fatigue. Fantastic. Seamus Plot talks about all of that. Um, But the, so in terms of the gut biome, if you have what I call, remember the silent but deadlies from grade school, that's sulfur smell. That's (laughs) small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or parasites. Right. Okay. And then that gets treated in a different way. Um and the book will go through all of that too. But then there's Right fax in, which is twenty five hundred dollars, it should be like fifteen, but they have managed to extend the patent through because mm-hmm. they just hire a team of lawyers and we'll get yes. that patent killed in two thousand ninety, you know. Right. Um but anyway, I shouldn't say that. It's a good medication, but it's stupidly yeah. expensive. Yeah. I'll go with neomycin or Cipro or Scepter instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use Berberine, like Berberine med to help restore balance along with a probiotic. But again, a good kefir, yeah, K-E-F-I-R, yeah. It might be a much simpler, cheaper approach to begin with Yeah, for all of this. Yes. So if you have the gut symptoms. But yes, yeah. yeah, so if you're having a lot of the gut symptoms, then the eye and shine for infections, mm-hmm and inflammation needs to be addressed. Right. For inflammation, for pain, if you're looking for another thing, just where do I start with pain? Yep. There's a supplement called Curamin, not curcumin, but C-U-R-A-M-I-M. Okay. It has been a pain relief miracle for people. One or two oh. tablets, three times a day. Okay. Give it six weeks to start working. The longer you have the pain, the longer it takes to kick in. Now, again, if you've had pain for 20 years, six weeks, is still fine. Give it six weeks. Yeah. Um, okay. If you have a local pain, like a knee or, you know, one joint, a topical country called trauma plant can offer okay. help. Okay. But 90% of the time, I'm starting with a cure, Okay. Okay. Oh,
0: fantastic. And
1: that that balances several inflammatory systems, the LOX okay. system, the COX system. Okay. And it's instead of side effects, you get side benefits. Okay. And you, I want to make you sure. Can, you can not take these with the medications you're taking for pain. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. The only good. exception would be Coumadin, which is a blood thinner where, you know, you can't take, your doctor's already told you you can't add anything yeah. without getting it checked. Okay.
0: So that's good to talk. To your doctor okay about that
1: one don't talk Wanna, to your doctor about it. yeah talk to your doctor about it the doc i don't know oh that well that's true it's, it's Sorry. all quackery because they haven't told me about it <laughs> yeah, i hear some research is. i don't have time for that nonsense it's all <laughs> quackery it's like and i've not seen any studies but here's the study i've not seen any studies you know so, <laughs> yeah, you can talk to your doctor legally just talk to your doctor right but, but like will oh, go. hell if i know
0: right okay
1: good point so, go, talk to your holistic doctor
0: Talk to yes bravo i i it is just so important to have, I think, both perspectives, really, because it's just made a much more well-rounded picture. And we are complex beings. <laughs> Chronic pain yeah. is complex. Yeah. Speaking of complex, perfect yeah. segue, chron- <laughs> <laughs> complex regional pain syndrome. It's Any funny. advice? I
1: remember the first time that I saw that, I was in my probably second year of practice. Yeah. This person had this wonderful sweet lady had had her knee joint aspirated yeah. by a rheumatologist um, and developed CRPS in, in her leg. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, I... Couldn't do anything. Most pain I was really good at, but I, and and see just saw I'm getting it amputated. I said the pain will not go away. Don't right. do that. So he exactly. had it amputated, he still had the pain. Right. And I would go from conference to conference, pain conference to pain conference. And I'd be you don't ask the people on the podium. Most of them don't mm. know. They are just the shows for the drug company. The people right. who know are the ones in the audience right. that are that are right. doing the things. I yeah. shouldn't say shows for the comp- drug companies. They're esteemed professor with a focus on a specific medication mm-hmm. um, that may or may not be helpful. But they're not going to know the bigger picture in general. Um, in my experience, some will. Um, but I would ask around, and yeah. nobody, nobody had a thing. And then about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that started to chip away. And then the low-dose naltrexone was really, really helpful. Um, And then they found that the biphosphonates, the specific intravenous, that's for bone density for osteoporosis, um, dramatically effective. And then all these different treatments. So the easiest thing, if you have CRPS, um, you can email me for the chapter from my book, ketamine.
0: Yeah. Uh you had okay. this funny.
1: You had the American approach for ketamine and the Australian. One was to give it very light and the other one was keeping in coma for three days. But it was yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but if you look in my book Pain 3123, 3, yeah. there's a chapter neuropathy and CRPS. Okay. Um, if you ask me for the neuropathy chapter, I'm just gonna give that without yeah. the CRPS. But if you ask for the CRPS information sheet, probably more updated. Not okay. It's okay. about over a decade old now. Okay. Um, but the CRPS information sheet, it will lay it out. Here's what you do. Okay. It's, it's very treatable now.
0: Uh, which is amazing awesome. because just the name of it, or at least the tagline that comes along with CRPS, you know, the also known as the suicide disease, which is just awful.
1: Doesn't you know, it doesn't have to be. No,
0: exactly. Okay. That's fantastic.
1: RSD, CRPS. I don't think the name change added anything. So I tend to be a bit of curmudgeon. Right. rather it's reflex sympathetic dystrophy or complex regional pain syndrome, one or two. Right. It's, whatever name you want to go by, it's now treatable.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's what matters. Not what it's called. Exactly. We talked a little bit earlier about assessments. And I know there's a lot of assessments that are just hogwash, pardon the expression, but what are the ones that you would recommend just as far as understanding a little bit about what's going on in their body, nutritionally? There's, or there's I, I hold
1: the U.S. patent for computerized doctor. I made it for people with CFS and fibromyalgia. Okay. Um, but an offshoot of that is called the Energy Analysis Program. Okay. So if you go to energyanalysisprogram.com, okay. there's a free quiz. It will assess the causes of low energy. Okay. And let you know that you may need these nu- nu- nutrients. It sounds like there may be, you know, addressing gut health, uh, optimizing thyroid or adrenal, and it'll go through the whole thing. It mm-hmm. can analyze the pertinent lab tests if you have those, okay. as well as the symptoms. But the symptoms and labs tend to just reflect each other. So if you don't you don't need the labs, the labs are necessary for iron and B12 deficiency. But otherwise, the symptoms will pretty much tell you the same thing. Okay. Um, and it will go through all of that. Right. Um and give a detail, more detail than what people want to know. So don't expect, just ease into it. <laughs> right, right. Little
0: step by little step. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And
1: uh, we just charged $400 for that. But we told people that, you know, if you couldn't afford, it, you could do it for free. Right. And 80% of people wrote back, I'm on Medicaid. I have no money. I'm, I'm right. broke because of the disease. So my wife yeah. and I decided to just make it free to the public. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's just there and it's no charge. Oh, that's amazing. You know, So it will assess the main triggers for the low energy, which for most of people with pain, those are very important things. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, figure out do you need oil or do you need, you know, transmission fluid or what are you needing?
0: Right. Especially on the road to recovery, right? You just need that energy, that little extra bit of energy to at least give you enough drive to to do the
1: To make the pain go away.
0: Right, and that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and again, these processes tend to cascade.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the, the viral infection will trigger hypothalamic suppression, which suppresses sleep, right. which then raises substance P, which also causes, you have know, the hormonal dysfunctions. So right. So it's not, it, by the time you get to this point, it's really a single bullet thing. It's usually a mix of things, dominoes that have fallen over that right. need to be put back in place and then right. everything works.
0: yeah. No, you're so well said. I think that's the chronic pain experience in general. There's just so many pieces to it. Um, no. I do have a question for you that I know is specifically for uh, two people in my community. And I know there's probably mm-hmm. more. But so now that the world is starting to open up a little bit more post COVID, uh, we, you know, surgeries are starting to come back into place. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any quick advice that you could give someone who might be heading into surgery relatively soon that is suffering from fibro, chronic fatigue, long haul? You know, is there something that they could do just on the quick to help them prepare for surgery?
1: well here's the thing again the, the how people do a surgery often has to do with whether the surgery is appropriate
0: mm-hmm.
1: um surgery done for the right reasons people tend to recover very well mm-hmm. um surgery done for the wrong reasons you get failed back syndrome and you know failed yes, back yes, surgery yes. and the rest yeah. so a couple things number one your ability to heal from the surgery is very dependent on your having the nutrients you need take the multivitamin right. beforehand um and you know, after the surgery, the curamin and for fish oil, I recommend Vecto, Vectomega because one pill replaces eight big okay. fish oil pills. I tend to see what I can do to collapse so people aren't taking handfuls of pills all day. Right. So you don't want to take the fish oil before surgery because it's a blood thinner. Uh, but okay. Three days after surgery, okay. it'll help settle down the inflammation. Same with the curamin. I begin that a couple of days after surgery, but here's the big thing. Remember, I talked about how the brain is directing mm-hmm. the the immune system to a large degree. Right. If there's a perceived threat, like somebody cutting into your body, yes, the immune system is going whoa, whoa, you know, and you know, the end troops are all sent there. It doesn't know that scalpel from a infection, right? Unless you tell it exactly. So you know, I when I had uh, a cracked. You know molar tooth and they had to pull it out the oral surgeon was telling oh you're going to be out of commission for a week and the whole thing and he had it and yeah. i just in this year i just put myself in a quick hypnotic state mm-hmm. i just let my sec, you know what's coming is friend these are friends this is right. just here to help us to do maintenance not leave it alone it's fine yeah that's right yeah, this is, these are friends i had no inflammation i had uh, no pain i was back yeah. to work an hour later
0: Right. Wow. Same
1: on the implant one. end. Yeah. So you'll find with the surgery and this is you can start to do it beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, you do whatever meditation or prayer or or listening to music or being in nature, whatever gets you into that kind of quiet, centered space. Yeah.
0: Breathe and let go. Mm -hmm.
1: That's where you access the part of the psyche that can do that. Right. And let it know what's coming is just for good. Welcome it in. Right. You Welcome
0: know, the safety good. in. Yeah. Find find okay. the words yeah. that bring this.
1: Yeah. This, yes, exactly. Find your words that work best for you. But yeah. then when you're getting ready to be wheeled, you know, when you're in the pre op room. Yeah. And, you know, before they anesthetize you. But just go in just at that time, just go into that state. Yeah. And say that what's coming is good. This is Yes. welcome it this is yes. just help for us just right. let it be it's it, it it's fine this is helpful just use whatever language yeah exactly uh, uh, use it positive words like this is helpful as about yes. it, it tends to work better than negative like not yeah. harmful your body yes. will just feel harmful right. helpful friendly yes. welcome yes stand down it's fine these this kind of language right. um you will heal much more quickly from the surgery
0: I Agree and I the whole mind body connection. I think you know it applies to everything, it applies to pre surgery, it applies to healing. It's understanding that your body is really good at healing,
1: oh, understanding how what it's doing,
0: right? How pain is an alarm system, and how anxiety and inflammation are really there for a purpose. You know, we just need to tap into them and give them the right yes. support.
1: And, and when you're brain is flipped into there's the adrenaline part there's a calming parasympathetic part and there's the right. third part the dorsal vagal yeah. um there's different pieces right. and those systems can go out of balance we mm-hmm. get stuck in the adrenaline part so the adrenaline part keeps exhausting and then yes. then you're going and it exhausts and it goes uh-huh. back and forth um yeah. For those of you with a lot of sensitivities, especially, or right. CFS and fibromyalgia, yeah. um, resetting the system. And there's two techniques. For those of you who are more, you like things like the yoga, you like mm-hmm. things that are a little more spiritual, new agey, you like that languaging, yeah. um, then the dynamic neural retraining system. huh. So look up D like David, N R S, and Annie Hopper. She's the developer. Okay. It's coursework you do at home. They have coaching. I highly recommend it too, but it's just a CD set that you can get it through at home, or yep. DVD set actually. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who have prefer a more scientific, uh, less woo woo kind of yes. languaging, uh, A N S Rewire. So you look up A, and like Nancy, S like Sam, Rewire, and Dan Newfer. I'm mispronouncing his name, Um And A lot of people find that one easier Mm -hmm. because it takes two months at an hour a day to start working. Okay. It's it's not an immediate, but the effects are often dramatic and without even the medications needed.
0: Right. But the other
1: thing too, go in when you're in that quiet space Mm -hmm. and ask your psyche, Mm -hmm. go from a place of unconditional love.
0: Mm-hmm. Heart
1: centered, if you want. Absolutely. And look to find all the parts of yourself and let them share their feelings. Yeah. The pain is sometimes there to distract you from feelings. Right. And it may be feelings about something that seems silly now. Like, well, I was seven years old and little Johnny pushed me off the swing and right. I felt inadequate. And now if 87, you've had pain for eight decades. Yeah. And you realize I'm angry with that and I'm hurt and I feel in whatever you feel, fill in the blanks. Yeah. And your body has been giving you pain to distract you. You say, I've been in horrible pain for eight decades, so distract me from that. And it's like,
0: hmm. yeah. it's
1: not a conscious thing. It doesn't, it's not, it has its own sense, right. but it's not the thing. So go and find everything you feel. Yeah. Feel it and let go of it. There's a book I wrote, Three Steps to Happiness, Healing yeah. Through Joy, uh, which it's a very, get the ebook, not the paper book. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I, I found them on Amazon for $300 because I was, uh, they, I just did a series of 6,000 for my patients yeah. and they were gone. Uh, so they're now available for 10 bucks again on Kindle. Okay. Get the Kindle book. Okay. Um, and uh, it's very short, simple it will take you through this process, but do the ANS rewire, do dynamic neural retraining system. One of those two go on the websites, see which one feels feels right. Language is right to you.
0: Right. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's just another example of, you know, in patient centered care, right. Where you're involving the chronic pain warrior (laughs) client Mm. patient, whatever you want to call them um, to help make the decisions themselves. So you're
1: not, you're not a victim. You don't have to be a warrior. There's nothing to fight. Right. You just, right. It's okay to stand down. Mm-hmm. War- you have been worrying enough. Right. And yes. you're not a victim. Right. And, and, not, and I'm not saying this to just say to drop your victimization. I'm saying mm-hmm. this because so critical mm-hmm. in chronic pain and, and these illnesses is, is to speak clear about your boundaries. Right. So you're not a victim. And I'm going to tell you a simple way to be clear about what your boundaries are. Okay. Your brain has no idea who you are. Mm. It, it, the brain is a product of your programming that everybody gave you what you should do to make them happy be a mm. good boy or girl mm. your feelings know what's authentic to you
0: mm.
1: if something feels bad to you say no if you're not mm-hmm. going to get arrested or homeless right. say no yeah and if your brain is going well if i don't do it who's going to that's yeah you'll find but if you hook up with an energy vampire yeah. they're going to go oh if not for you i don't know what well, do i do and then right. you know, it's like, a, and then, and nobody else could help me. The hooks going, you know, yeah. and the the different things, and then yeah. they suck you dry and barf up all their emotional toxic dump on mm-hmm. you. And there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. But the thing is, while your gut is saying run and your brain is buying into "well, somebody got to help, oh, mommy, oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah," yeah. while your brain's doing that, as soon as you notice, your gut is going, "No, it something. doesn't feel good." Right that's that's the language of your psyche it doesn't feel good the mm-hmm. answer is no and mm-hmm. a person goes but if not you my doctor said i can't take on any more of these mm-hmm. things but the, the doctor said
0: mm-hmm.
1: i am a doctor okay i said that yeah. if <laughs> yeah. it feels bad say no right okay and and then if they keep going i think i shouldn't listen to my doctor you want me to die and then they'll usually back off and find oh, it yeah. easier prey. yeah um but again learn to say no to things that feel bad and you can say yes to things that feel good yeah that's called setting boundaries right you'll find it works very well now again don't do anything that hurts anybody else uh and see how things work out for you that will make sure that your your tuning is yeah safe and adequate you know may feel good to take a revolver and kill those bastards who need killing don't
0: right right <laughs> <laughs> well the power of tuning in really there's a. Lot, I mean we could have a whole conversation about just you know your self-awareness and yes. tuning into the emotions and, and feelings that you have um they're fantastic important. right well but they're authentic yeah the, and authentic absolutely and i thought for it's, it's said how far away removed from that sometimes we get when when you live a life with we're a masculine
1: dominated society it's funny in medicine even yes. though half of the people are, are are females now it's a masculine dominated temple look at the word hysteria This mm-hmm. is a medical word mm-hmm. it comes from hystero which is latin for uterus
0: right oh, right
1: if, in case you're wondering if we're still medically do- male dominated isn't yeah. it yes we are
0: we yes boy we could talk about this for hours but uh, <laughs> or maybe six other podcasts but i um i just want to make sure just to create an opportunity is there anything we missed anything you feel that's really important to and, and a
1: whole lot of things but the yeah. you have enough to get yourself started yeah start with the vitamin powder the energy revitalization system start with the cure yeah. uh give those things six weeks that's just a small piece but it's a okay good foundation piece okay. uh smart energy system and hrg80 if you have the the um fatigue with it um if you have the ptsd kind of a history yes. the trauma the yes. emotional trauma yes. do the ans3 wire or the dynamic node retraining system okay. so these are simple things you can do in the beginning right. and then shameless plug but you know i'll make my buck dynamic Mm -hmm. that from fatigue fantastic yeah that's my book that's one over my shoulder there yes yes i'll make my dollar if that upsets you i'll give it to charity over half my income goes to charity by the way so it's the um and i make less than most doctors do although i have to make more nothing wrong with money it's okay but the book will walk you through it right um and the whole big section on pain Mm -hmm. and i'll go through each kind of pain and the book talks about restoring energy which on a physical level is the key you know balancing information restoring energy are the two keys to pain relief those are the two biggest ones on a a body level on the mind level we talked about the other things right fantastic structural good (laughs) beautiful we talked about there's
0: yeah there's so many details okay so first of all um Thank you. Uh, I think what's really important about the messaging for today is there are a lot of things. There's options out there. There is hope, right? I think it's an important message to end off. Pain
1: pain is optional.
0: Right, right.
1: I virtually are the one pain that I've seen that I still, well, now I would probably have an answer. I would, there's one lady who had metastatic bone cancer mm. Um. that was in horrible pain. This is 35 years ago. Yeah.
0: Uh, that
1: I couldn't, Pain free, but now I probably go to the ketamine, yeah. um, and that would probably help. It's you know, it's very rare. There's a few isolated things where the nerves have an entrapment and they're being pinched, yeah, that they need to surgically be decompressed, yeah, but most pain is treatable.
0: Right. And I know this actually brings up a lot of emotions for our community. So there's gonna be a lot of people who, I mean, I even used the word heal the other day in a meditation. And I know that that was really difficult for some people because they're like, no, hey, I, this is degenerative there. I have no, no healing capacity. (laughs) Well, let me me just note this.
1: Trust your instincts. If your gut feeling is that what I'm saying doesn't fit for you. Yeah then just please, like a shoe that doesn't fit, just discard it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You it's pick not and choose from the information that you're gaining. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. But but if what I'm saying resonates with you and you go like, you know, this feels okay, I'd like to explore this, yeah. then please take it, make it to your sound with it.
0: Exactly. Good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fantastic way to end off. A very, very big thank you for reaching out, <laughs> for being a part of this podcast and for all the work that you do. I really You're welcome.
1: It. It, it, there's no sacrifice in it. I, I do this because it's the most fun thing in the world for me to
0: do. Oh, That's amazing. And me too, actually, right, truly. So yeah. um, is there a website? I know you've given me lots of places to, for people to visit. Vi-
1: for, for information, especially yes. for CFS and fibromyalgia, yep. vitality101.com. Okay, good. For supplements that I mentioned mm-hmm. and fatigue. So E and like Nancy, D like David, fatigue.com. Okay. um for overall information to really if you want to do a deeper dive and even if you have brain fog the the book from fatigue to fantastic Get the blue cover edition um they have brain fog friendly summaries, so you can you know in one minute you can get the synopsis of the chapter and then just kind of skim through because i know a lot of you will have brain fog and it's like how am i going to do a 100,000-word book. Right. It's because you can skim through and then do a deeper dive. If, oh, this, yeah, and do a deeper dive. Right. And and take it at your own speed. After yeah. that, I would get the paperback book because okay. it's easier for reference text. Okay, sounds good. This is what that is. Right. Um, those simple things. And then again, if you want the you know, long COVID or CFS fibromyalgia or orthostatic mm-hmm. intolerance, infertility, yeah. uh, CRPS information sheets, just yeah. email me. Let me okay. know which one you want. If you, if you get close to describe and get, I'll know what to send you. Okay. These are free and I'll send you information on, you know, on how to get a good start and just to move forward with that.
0: Perfect. I, I will be personally emailing you too, <laughs> just to get some of this information as well. I welcome it. Oh, that's me. Feel
1: free for all the information. Yeah. Uh It says copyright. This is only if it's being sold. Okay. But you're welcome to give the information away.
0: Okay. Which, Thank you. I appreciate that because with uh, inside my membership community, that's what we're all about: is learning yeah. and growing together. If
1: you're not charging the members for the information, they can charge yeah. them to be in the community. Yeah. But if you're giving the information for free, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you can't you can't put it in a book and sell the book. My publisher gets upset. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, for <laughs> yeah, sure, no. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh no, and I promise not to include anything that's not. No, no. Not feel about.
1: free to, feel free okay. to include it all. Okay. Okay. If okay. You giving it away.
0: Well, would you ever want to come back on our little podcast sometime?
1: I'll check back in about 18 months.
0: (laughs) Okay, sounds good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate all your time and all all the research you're doing, all the help you're giving to people.
1: Dana, everybody, it's it's truly been a joy and a pleasure. And again, find the things that feel good to you, that resonate with you. Run with those. The rest, just let it go.
0: Sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. You Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) so much for being here and for listening in. By you being here today, it states loud and clear that you are either curious about learning more about your pain, or you are ready to truly shift and become the expert on your own pain. Either way, we've opened our doors to the Change Pain Academy. The academy is a space to radically shift your understanding of pain so that you can be one of the key stakeholders at the decision-making table. It's also a space to support you as you implement new skills and behaviors to change the pain so that you can get back to a life well lived. And the best part? We do all of this inside an incredibly supportive community where we learn, grow, and celebrate wins together. Unsure if you're ready yet? Test your readiness to change your pain and learn valuable next steps with our quiz at www. Dot pain number two possibilities dot com slash chronic pain quiz. Or for more information, go to pain to dot com.